This week's episode of the Star Wars Report is brought to you by the good folks supporting us over on patreon.com slash Report. Let's do the show, folks. Come, come, come. And who might you be? It's the Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. Then we can do something epic. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. The Force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stars Report podcast. I'm so glad you've joined us. Back for another week of Star Wars talk here at the Star Wars Report podcast. Let me bring him in. He's my good friend and yours, producer of the fine program and uh, all around solid old man. <laughs> it's, it's Bruce Gibson. Was that mean? Was that mean? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Please still be it's my friend. It's been nice knowing you, kid. Oh, <laughs> well, you kept Bruce mercilessly teases me with the young on the on the call beforehand. Bruce is like, you haven't. Were even born during the first Star Wars celebration? <laughs> Upon the question of asking which Star Wars celebrations I've been to, how old were you in the first Star Wars celebration? I was, that would have been. It was 1999. I was eight years old. Eight years old. Eight years old. That's a baby. That's That's, practically a baby. All right, fine. Hey, well, the guy who asked me that question uh, is is another fine, like a fine wine, a a gentleman who uh, is renowned for his taste in both coffee and Star Wars, Uh, a longtime friend of the show, a scholar, and a gentleman, Uh, not unlike Yoda. A teacher, but also a warrior. It's Mr. Dancer. <laughs> Hello there. Well, that is quite an intro. Got a little I've awkward. A, quite like, a few intros. No, I'm good with it. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure if it was <laughs> too much. I'm not good with mine. Like, <laughs> I don't blame you. You ought to talk to your agent. <laughs> should. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me back on the Star Wars Report. I, first thing I'd like to say is that Dan has this awesome, what do you call them, the little microphone box? There's a name for them. Oh, um, uh, uh, you're talking about this? Yes, a coffee with Kenobi one. It flag. looks microphone flag. Flag, yeah, mic flag. A coffee with Kenobi flag, and and I and I don't, and I feel very woefully unprepared. I can but. set you up with the person who made these for me. Oh. They make the, them for uh, NBC, ABC, VH1, ESPN, everybody. Oh, nice! I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. please do, sir. Well, hey, we uh, we have a lot to talk about uh, this week, but uh, we're actually going to start off. Uh, I know usually we start off with news, but the reason we brought Dan on this week is I wanted. Um, I I don't even know if, uh, what what song I have queued here. <laughs> Star Wars Celebration. Uh, that's definitely not the song I planned on, but we're going with it. <laughs> this is what happens when you... You're such a ham. I love it. I know. Uh, heading to Chicago, the Windy City, Star Wars Celebration coming up in a mere few weeks. We gave you guys a little bit of a preview of what, um, now that we know, what the big panels are. And uh, we, we decided to bring Dan on this week. Uh, to kind of give us your review, your look ahead at what we should expect and what you, sir, are looking forward to most at Star Wars Celebration. Um, and, and start off, I'm actually, I don't know this. What's your background with Celebration? How many have you been to and kind of what do you expect out of this one? Because they've, they've really? changed a bit throughout the years. 
They have my first celebration was Celebration Three in Indianapolis. Oh, nice! That was the that was the first one that George came to. Uh, but he was actually there the day before I was. That was before I was I was doing the show. In fact, I think only um, the Force Cast was doing its thing back then. That was 2005. So, and then uh, I've been to Celebration Orlando, which is where you and I met. Yep. No, I'm sorry, Celebration Anaheim, where you and I met. And then Orlando, and then of course this one. So this is my fourth one. Okay, nice. And and so in, what's changed from three to the Disney era? The first, sure. Let's say Anaheim now, because they've changed a lot, and I feel like that is going to help kind of set up the context for what we should expect at this celebration. I think so. I mean, I mean the most obvious thing clearly that we would all agree on is the size, the scope of yeah. it. Uh, Star Wars is so much since Disney took over. It's become even larger if that's possible because it's reaching more people through many more mediums that are consistent and they they're more interwoven because of the canonical star wars and thanks to the story group of course when disney's involved that means more exposure that means more activity that means more money both that they are earning and both that they are yeah. charging so then those are all things that have changed as well but I still think that Disney's acquisition of Lucasfilm brought more fans into this. I don't know if any of us would be here and as active in Star Wars as we are if not for the Disney purchase. It was a much more tightly in-house when it was just Lucasfilm. So we now we have the podcast stage. You know, now, uh, I mean, we've always had panels, but I feel like there are more panels now. Uh, there, there are more opportunities for people to be a part of the action, and I think that that is probably some of the biggest stuff. There's also much more, I mean, there have always been autographs, but now that Tops has become a part of that as well through Star Wars Authentics, there are even more that are added. It's become much more of a big thing. Before Celebration Anaheim, uh, Freddie had never done anything like this. Celebration Orlando's when he started signing, which is not something he'd ever really done before. This brought in a lot of other actors besides Freddie into the fold. I mean, Felicity Jones, you know, uh, and Alan Tudyk were were in or- Orlando. That was a big deal. She's the main character in a Star Wars movie. And she was out signing. I mean, I I got a picture with her, talked to her for a few minutes. And I think that's a big deal. I don't think that would have happened before. I think Disney is, it sounds funny to say, but Disney has kind of helped cement Lucasfilm's place on the map beyond a company that makes some Star Wars movies, but has made them a global phenomenon along the lines of Marvel. It's definitely, it's brought it much more into the mainstream where some of those early celebrations, like my first one being five, still Mm -hmm. felt pretty niche. And for better or worse, this has good and bad, I think, associated with it. It's a lot more, it feels a lot more uh, mainstream now. Mm -hmm. But And and they've got, especially with the upcoming project, because think about this, like the entire convention at five was built around, I mean, what? There's no future movie. I guess Clone Wars was going on and some light fiction. But now for Celebration, we're looking at, these flagship panels really i think the the big ones and uh and you can you can hit them in any order but like the big ones that come to mind for me dan are uh, the of course episode nine panel the mandalorian panel this vader immortal series i keep seeing stuff about Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. of course clone wars slash disney plus and whatever they have to say on 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 disney plus uh stuff so it'll be it'll be really interesting to say well and they have separate animation panels don't they uh there are three animation panels one for resistance one for clone wars one for rebels and as far as the hyperspace uh the the virtual queue which i'm sure we'll talk about there are only four panels that they you can sign up for for those and I'm okay sure you, of course you know about that too it's it's the episode nine panel it's a galaxy's edge panel it's the mandalorian panel and then it's the phantom menace 20th anniversary panel 
Okay, interesting. One of these is not like the other. <laughs> are you thinking, which one do you think, Galaxy's I'm, Edge? Uh, no, Phantom Menace, actually. Because like, uh, everything well, else is like if, upcoming if, projects. But it's interesting. It's, it's cool that they're doing this retrospective on Phantom Menace. I expect to see a lot of guests that have not been announced. That's probably why. Oh, I could see that. Like, like yeah. are you saying like a, a Natalie Portman, maybe? Maybe a... Uh... I, I think um, difficult to see the future is, but <laughs> if I was a gambling man, mm-hmm. it's not unlikely. I mean, if Harrison Ford can show up to Orlando, anything is possible. Mm. Exactly. I said about Natalie Portman and friends of mine were like, no, no, no. And I'm like, you, hey, you never know. And it wouldn't Definitely. surprise me if Jake Lloyd gets in a car and just drives <laughs> okay, all, yeah, right. all the yeah. way there really fast. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, too soon, too soon. Moving along, moving along. No, uh, you just lost Jake as a subscriber. Nice job. And his mom. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Um, but yes. Yeah, so those are the big ones. Uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, episode nine. What did you say, Mandalorian, or what's the other one? I did. That okay, is going to yeah, be yeah. on so Sunday. Mandalorian. And so of those, which which are you? Which one's the must see? I'm I'm guessing for you, it's episode nine. Nine is the must see, followed closely by Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. The Phantom Menace one I signed up for just because I, I feel like I should, and because of the show, I'm sure I'll cover some stuff with it. Um, the Mandalorian I think is going to be super cool. Uh, if they didn't have this queue, this online lottery queue system, I would be tempted to wait overnight for Episode Nine and Galaxy's Edge, but those would be the only ones I'd wait in line uh, but for. But you can't. Overnight. We talked about that last week, and I'm glad you can't. Thank like, you. That's why he likes his sleep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. it's just good for you. Can't the brand. be at your best and have that much fun. Plus, there's no guarantee, and I know we talked about you guys talked about this last show, but there's no guarantee that if you did overnight, even get a panel that happened in Orlando, got cut off, and then some people said you can't stay in line. So I purposely slept in until two in the morning, and then I showed up at two in the morning, and the line was you know miles long because they did let people. So you just can't count on that. This at least yeah. you can count on. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I heard there's so, and we talked about this last week, but so many horror stories from that. So I'm really glad that they changed that. But uh, but they do too. have what what these these group codes for panels. Bruce, I know you had some thoughts on <laughs> what is this? The group <laughs> the the group codes. Okay, this is on. This sounds great on paper, right? Because you go into this lottery individually, but you know what? You do all separately, so you know you and your friend could end up in separate rooms. Well, the idea about the group code is that you can form a group and then give that code to your friends up to six people so that you can all be in the lottery together as one and then you, what, whatever stage you go into, you and all your friends go that stage. Oh, nice. The problem, okay. So you sit together, basically. You get to sit together. But here's the problem with the system. The problem with the system is each stage generates their own codes. So if you as a group want to do a group for each of those stages, you have to generate a group code for each one of those panels. I think that's a good thing, though. It's a good thing, but the problem is that the software is assigning duplicate codes. So a code that you get for stage one or panel one, somebody's getting that same code as a group code for panel three. Or state, or yeah, for panel three. Really? So have you confirmed this? Yes, oh, <laughs> we boy. confirmed this this morning with uh, Reed Pop. What's happening is that let's say you set up a group and three or four, let's say four of your friends went in. You've got two spaces left. The problem is there are some people who got that same code for another panel and they're using it for all the other panels when they're supposed to use oh. a unique code for each one. What? So all of a oh, sudden, gosh, that's people's no. groups are getting filled before Ugh. everybody in their group can actually sign in. And that's what happened to me. I'm excluded from my group 
because people were using the wrong code that they received from one panel and they're using it on all the panels. Oh, yeah. Because they basically figured out that there's a glitch in the system and then they could. Well, it's not that they figured it out. They didn't realize they had to use a different code for each panel. So they were using the same code for each one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So that's, well, that, so that, so that was what your friends did? They just well, no, the same code no, they didn't. But I found out other people are doing that. I found people on Twitter talking about it. And oh, there gosh. was one guy who created a group for him and two others. So it's just three. So they'd have three spaces left. Their third person couldn't get in their group because four other people used the wrong code and were assigned to their group. So people yeah. are going to start showing up and their group is going to say, hey, we got into the main stage. And people in their same group is going to say, no, we didn't. We got the overflow because they're not in the same group because they used the wrong codes. I know it sounds confusing. No, it is it is <laughs> it is a little muddy. And I think it'll be less murky once we're there and we've gone through it at least one time. The way I understood, and I talked to Lucasfilm about this, is that the code that you get, it's not going to carry over to other ones. So if you use one code for everything else, it's only going to go to the one. So that so it should the reason that's why they're doing that so there won't be overlap. You may miss the episode nine panel, but you might get into the Galaxy's Edge panel. But otherwise, if you use the same code for everything, you either all or nothing. I'd rather have it split if it has to be. Yeah, and see the thing is, if you got code, let's say the code is five double o seven double o seven, somebody gets double o seven for a different panel. It's not the same. Oh yeah, and, that's that seems that seems so off. And so they go, oh well, let me use 007 for all four panels. And what's happening is uh, they're using 007 in your panel and getting into your group. Yeah, that's no point. Uh, and who'd you talk to, Reed Pop? With it, I uh, didn't. Uh, William Devereaux did, but we found uh, I forget some guy who works at Lucasfilm Online confirmed it on Twitter on Saturday. I'm sure that, that means they're they, working on it though. That, that hopefully they said like, they're working on. It. They said it's they're going to try to resolve it in 24 to 48 hours, but. That's a little too late. So I don't know, but do you don't you think also there's like an incredible amount of panic and anxiety as well? Where, <clears throat> where people, mm, wait, we mean there that, always is. I know. <laughs> yeah. I just, don't, I just my my fingers sore from all the Can meeting. I, I've and been. Le, I'm just gonna put just to put this per- as the guy who's not going. I'll just send this perspective, looking at it sort of objectively from what all of the problems were before. Yes, uh, versus the problem. It's much better to be like oh. Uh, I'm having a hard time sitting together with my group because of some technical glitches that will hopefully be resolved versus, oh, I waited three nights in a row overnight and didn't get into any of the panel rooms that I wanted to. And just in defense of Repop, it's not a technical glitch. It's user errors. It's people not understanding not to use those codes on other panels. Absolutely. And and it's clearly spelled out for you. I mean, I'd I'd certainly read it with a fine-tooth comb because I don't want to make any mistakes that are going to affect my team and people that are coming with us. Yeah, and so yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. It, I mean, it's gonna be—it's pretty much you can't please everybody. True. This is the best of. I mean, Anaheim and Orlando were okay. I mean, Anaheim was pretty good. Orlando was a mess. Yes, right. It was. I mean, the lines. I mean, four hours getting to the gift shop, then and then you'd be lucky to get anything you want. And then when you go inside there, what you have to deal with is an hour just to check out. So you're talking about five or six hours in line to maybe get something that might be in your size. And then the queue stuff we just talked about. So at least now we have more of an idea of what it's going to be like when you get there. And you have more of an actual chance. And I also like that it's not first come, first serve. Like I could do it in two days and have the same exact chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's well, no rush. It seems more relaxing now to go. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like an iced tea situation. Mm, yeah. Sounds well, good. So I know, and we touched on it briefly, but Dan, I'd love to get your, uh, starting with, of course, the flagship episode nine. What do you think we're going to see? What do you want to see? Right, I think I'm going to see what I want to see. Uh, that is a good question. Uh, I think I'm going to see, obviously, the trailer. 
Yeah. I think a lot of the cast is going to show up. I think there'll be some surprises. Um, I think it'll be very much uh, similar to what we saw for the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi panels. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Some behind the scenes shots, perhaps some anecdotes from yeah, the stars. Some stills of things. We'll Riley see. running across the stage. So I actually am here, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. Uh, I'm actually hosting the panel. It. Sorry, Anthony Preston. Oh, wow. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I think that'll be, that's sort of a known factor, really, of what we can expect. Yeah, um, I think so. We had... Um, uh, we had, and, and uh, this is a little tease for after the credits for those of you guys who like um, spoiler territory, which is not Dan Zare. He will not be sticking around, which la, is okay. La, la, la. But we're going to yeah. talk about that leaked poster and um, the leaked title. And I think that some of that stuff will sort of be a preview of what they are actually going to show. And at, I'm going to take at, a leak while they at, talk at about celebration. it. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, but too we'll much do that. Coffee. Don't worry. We're going to do that <laughs> after right. the after the credits roll for the for a bonus segment. But um, but but so there's uh, episode nine. The let, let's go in the next one. Uh, Mandalorian. Uh, that's much more of an unknown. Uh, Bruce, I can start with. I'll, I'll start with you. I'll kick this one to you. What do you think we're going to see for uh, Mandalorian? And what do you think we need to see? Like, because there this is the their chance to sell the original Star Wars television series that's going to debut on Disney Plus. Like, there's a lot of... I feel like Disney Plus is really depending on this to be yeah. a success. You know, I, I'm i more excited about Episode Nine than I am The Mandalorian, but for this yes. show, for some reason, I'm more excited about The Mandalorian panel than really? I am the Episode Nine panel. And I think it's because I know nothing about The Mandalorian really at all. We've seen one picture and that's it. And I kind of know what we're somewhat going to get with episode nine because we've had the cast in previous movies i'm just looking forward to seeing clips i think they're going to show maybe a trailer to the mandalorian but i'm expecting many clips that's we'll see clips from the show cast i wouldn't be surprised to see the first episode quite honestly i think well i wondered about that too but i don't know if they have time because i think the panel's only scheduled for an hour i think uh, i don't i think that's right um, so i don't know how you would do I mean, I don't, I don't know what's I don't know what's on the schedule afterwards, unless they say, "Hey, come over to the room," blah blah blah. Or I don't know. We'll definitely get a trailer, I would think. Or yeah. maybe and the announcement just, of the date. Maybe that's just all it is. Maybe it's just they come out and say, "Hey, everyone, Mandalorian's coming out." Blah blah, blah date. But you're, you're seeing it now, and that's all the panel is. It's just that. Right. I think. I'll, I think, I'll I think the cast will be. Uh, that'd be great. I think the cast will be there, though. I think they'll announce that. I mean, there's already. Um, is Pedro Pascal already announced for celebration? Uh, no, he's not. Mm. Not officially. Mm-mm. Gotcha. But I could see him be. He he's got to be there, right? It's the stars. I'm sure. I would think so. Yeah, I'm sure that would be the case. And uh, I, I, yeah, you're right, Bruce. We we do know know nothing. Although, do they want to? I feel like there really isn't that much mainstream hype for Mandalorian. So there might be a little bit more pressure to reveal stuff to stir up some more excitement outside of the Star Wars bubble. I don't know. What do you th- what do you think they want to show or do they want to stay on the very light teasing side, Dan? I think that they are going to keep it in order chronological order of release. Mm. That's going to be their focal point. I mean, episode 9, you I mean, you're that's going to be even though that's the last one allegedly, that's going to be where their main thing is because that's their main money grab. I mean, that's you know, you're talking about getting getting potentially a billion dollars, which probably will happen. So I I think that it's going to be Focus on that, and then the, the Mandalorian is going to be next because their streaming service. They're really counting on. I, mean, I don't know if you ever listened to any of the Disney Dish podcast with Jim Hill. He's also a guy I do the Looking at Lucasfilm podcast with. But what he keeps telling me, and he's got 
uh, more connections than uh, connect for. That's the worst analogy ever, but I'll come up with another one later. But he keeps telling me that they're looking at this to really recoup a lot of money. I mean, they spent, you know, what, 70, how many billion dollars on the Fox acquisition? I mean, Lucasfilm's already pretty much been paid for, really. Uh, just through toy sales alone, sure. But they're looking, they're looking at Disney Plus to to really be a gigantic money grab for them. But the Mandalorian isn't the only thing that's going to be their hook. I mean, they've got the Cassian Andor series. They got a number of Marvel stuff that have been announced. That there's some anime stuff that hasn't been announced yet that's going to be huge for them. And now that they've got Fox, I mean, they, there's just no limit to what they can do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, that makes sense. And it, and if that's the biggest cash cow. That is, I guess, they're going to be the focus of the show, which would make sense why they're not really going to announce, or at least nothing's been announced about it. And I'm, I seriously doubt they're going to really do anything on future films. Last time I they think did they're going to wait for. I really panel. think Celebration's the reason why, because they're going to do it there. There'll probably be some stuff at Comic Con, yeah. um, and then the D23 Expo. Let's not forget, is at the end of August. Oh yeah, that's true. I bet you they'll be quite. That might be where they really do a huge Mando push. Yeah. I could sense. see that. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think so. And so then we, so then we have, we've got Mandalorian, of course, Galaxy's Edge. We kind of know everything, and it'll already be. I mean, I guess it'll be about to open by the time it'll be. It'll be close. Yeah, be like there's going to be a lot out. of stuff that's going to happen after that panel. A lot of stuff they're going to announce. But we already uh, we had that big press event that they we talked about. On the that show was weeks the walking ago. tour that with the Clayton went to. But um, yeah, no, there's going to be a lot more stuff. You think so? Hey, what does that mean? I know yes. so. Yes, uh, I know so. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> See, okay, I wasn't that excited about that panel because I'm like, I, I feel like you I know be. everything. But no, now, you should be. For okay, I'm going. Example, I'm going to that one. For example, for example, I I really like my role uh, with Disney uh, <laughs> as a Star Wars influencer. But I will say it's incredibly, it's going to be incredibly worth your time. The only thing that would make it better is if we walked out and they had Lance Peters waiting to take us to California right away. That's wow. True. That's going to be cool. A, so, but. This is a must-go-to, Riley. You have to it come It is a must-go-to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Stop, you have stop, to. Stop, stop teasing me. Do you like the theme I, parks? Are you a theme park guy? I, 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 a little bit, maybe, <laughs> slightly. Uh, you are going to be kicking yourself. Mouse, mouse and castlepodcast.com. Hey, uh, no, seriously, uh, uh, I, I'm not letting you off that easy, Dan. Cause I, and, and I understand you can't talk about specific, but is it sufficient to say that there are some significant experiences that, that – uh, we w- haven't seen yet. Like, there's still stuff we haven't learned because I kind of figured we learned everything. Well, I mean, we've learned we've learned a lot of the nuts and bolts, but there's there's a number of um, how do I want to explain this? Uh, there's a lot of stuff about some of the attractions that you don't know yet. There's a lot of specifics that you don't know about yet. I mean, officially about capacity, um, the amount of you know how much they think the queue line is going to be. I mean, just little stuff for Disney uh, nerds like us. But then there's going to be some details about different characters and uh, different thematic elements that are going to show up that you're going to be surprised by and then really going to be happy with. Nice. Okay. Well, cool. I, and uh, there, don't forget. Let's not forget. We don't really know a ton about the Star Wars Hotel yet. So that's true. Yeah. That, that makes sense. That would yes. be the other big oh, thing. Oh yeah. That we, make I've my almost forgot. It's funny. Is I've almost yes. forgotten about you the Star Wars Hotel because of all the oh man. The it's going to be. Stuff. It's going to be basically like a Disney cruise without water. I mean, really, it's what it's going to be like. And it's going to be about that expensive, too. <laughs> Basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the Galaxy's Edge. Well, it's good to hear that they. That sounds like they've, they've, they're saving some awesome stuff for that panel. Yeah. And, of course, Phantom Menace b- being one. Any any secondary panels, any other events, fan meetups, uh, miscellaneous that, uh, that you definitely think uh, are worth hitting or looking ahead to for those of us who aren't going? Yeah, well, I mean, let me, let me pull up the specifics for you. But, I mean, there is going to be a podcast meetup that we started – 
uh, that's going to be, um, I believe, on Saturday. It's oh, nice. going to be at the, the Arc Bar, um, which is in, inside the convention center at the Marriott Resort. Nice. Uh, and there's going to be a ton of podcasts that are going to be at that one. Uh, a ton of them. I'm, right now, there's like 30 of them that have signed up to come. That's awesome. And, lis- and listeners are welcome, too. Including that's- you, Bruce, right? Absolutely. Uh, up. About to, yeah. <laughs> we need Bruce to be there. Yeah, for sure. Let me, I'll look up the specifics for you. Um, while I'm looking for that, though, I am actually co-hosting in a couple of panels. Um, we're doing um, a covering Star Wars panel. It's going to be myself, Clayton Sandell, Anthony nice. Bresnikan, uh, Jim Hill, oh, and then nice. Amy Rochelle. And we're basically going to be talking about from the different mediums how we cover Star Wars and, and tips we have for people who are aspiring to get into the, the business um, stories we've had over the years and just sort of, you know, kind of how it all works. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, you know, obviously Clayton is, a comes out from, you know, broadcasting from, yep, yep. you know, television broadcasting. Anthony Preston, of course, we know from Entertainment Weekly. Magazine, and Amy's yeah. a writer researcher. Jim Hill's a, a blogger and theme park historian. And then my role is a Star Wars influencer and a podcaster. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be on Friday, April 12th on the fan stage from 630 to 715. Oh, Briley, we have to reschedule our show. Anyway, go on, please. <laughs> it's going to be good, man. It's going to be really good. Uh, then we're going to answer any questions people have. And then on on Monday the 15th is the Mythology of Stars Behind the Facts and Fiction, and that's just going to be Clayton and myself, Clayton Sandella and myself, where we're going to be looking at basically the cultural and literary influences of mythology on Star Wars and how Star Wars has done that to other things that have happened after 1977. And I'm going to look at the fictional aspects of them, and Clayton's going to look at the nonfiction behind the camera aspects of that oh cool oh wait so that's monday at what time that is going to be monday on april 15th from 345 to 4 30 nice i'm nice. doing that yeah. too and then of course we got coffee with kenobi on the podcast stage and we're going to be nice sunday sunday from one o'clock to 145 awesome i love it so yeah we're going to be busy very busy with that um we're in coffee with kenobi is the first ever show to be on the podcast stage too so happy to keep that trend alive oh nice i love it Yes, I love it. That's that's awesome, man. Bruce, any uh, any other extraneous panels you're looking at? Anything that uh, you're, I know you're doing the that improv show thing. Yeah, the improv oh, show. Are you doing is, that? Yeah, awesome. Monday at eleven forty-five a.m. and uh, then the other thing. I'm do- well, speaking of improv, and this isn't quite celebration, but somewhat connected. Uh, it's the Second City Improv Troupe. I'm going to their theater to see. Yeah, Rogue Pun. And uh, doing the 11 p.m. show on Friday night for that. I'm also looking forward to the Delray panel because I want to hear about any new books and hear what yes. the authors have to say. And that's what, and there's the Master and Apprentice book. There's an exclusive cover that looks fantastic. I don't know how much I'll try to get a wristband to to get that, but it looks sweet. Nice. Oh man, that is going to be a, a, an awesome one for sure. Yeah. Podcast meetup, by the way, Saturday, April 13th at 7:30. At the Arc Bar at the Hyatt Regency. 7.30 Saturday. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Bruce, you yes. should be there and uh, rep, rep the old Star Wars report. Somebody, you should. Somebody's got to, man. Somebody's got Riley, to. Riley, you're going to be missed, big guy. You're really going to be missed. It's, you are. It's a bummer. I, I'll, I mean, I'll almost certainly be at the next one. It's just the nature of my, my, my oh, current yeah. assignment where I'm military-wise. Yeah. But, but he really could get there Saturday if he really wanted to. <laughs> and it's actually technically true. I could make it there for 32 hours. It would hmm. it'd be about... That's what you did for Comic Con, right? Uh, no, I was there a little longer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I had a little extra leave on Comic Con. It's one of those. It's just one of the things that's a little hit and miss. I, I, I'm fortunate. You can't do everything, man. I understand. Yeah, it's it's one of those life life things that like 
granted military wise it just depends on what assignment i'm at and 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 what the training environment is and what kind of responsibilities and those just ebb and flow a lot uh and the fortunate thing usually and, and this is just a broad statement is that air force wise they're pretty good to their people and you're usually pretty able to take leave um uh not that i'm doing a recruiting spot for the air force but i kind of am it's awesome and i love it but sometimes you know those things happen and you're just on orders where you can't and that's that's kind of you know what you sign up for so it's, sure. it's i miss it but um i i'll definitely live vicariously through everyone's social media and uh and stay tuned closely to that uh and and of course uh just a quick shameless plug on the on the remote end is of course on our facebook page facebook.com slash star wars report we're going to be doing a series of live shows kind of like star wars tonight if you guys remember those when we do nightly shows leading up to the star wars movie releases we'll be doing um uh live facebook uh videos friday through because that's the thing i'll be i'll be here in texas able to do it in the evening so i'll be recapping what's actually happening on remote uh, getting Bruce uh, and uh, a couple other people from the show floor. We're going to have uh, our friend Scott Rifen sitting in for some of these. So those will be uh, each evening. The first one, uh, mark the date, is going to be Friday night, 6 o'clock Central. Uh, we're going to be recapping the trailer and everything else. That's the first kickoff show. It's and so stay fun. tuned. It's going to be at our Facebook page. I'm going to set up a Facebook event uh, pretty soon. You'll be able to go there and find it and, and RSVP so that you can... Uh, jump in watch the trailer again with us i'm sure you'll already have seen it 17 times but watch it with us we'll go through a uh, bit by bit kind of give our analysis and impression and of course everything else that comes out around that episode 9 panel and of course subsequent days it'll be mandalorian galaxy's edge all that other stuff and then of course a big celebration recap as well so stay tuned for that uh, here on the star Wars report podcast and i'll be doing all that remote but uh I think, gentlemen, without further ado, uh, we've got a little bit of news to talk about. We have something to report. Those are have the news. Data brought to us by the Botham spies. We can send a clear transmission. There it is. Listen, listen. Little light on news this week, except on official news this week, anyway. Um, except uh, Star Wars Dooku Jedi lost a brand new. Uh, one of a kind, first of its kind, I should say, uh, audio novel being released by Del Rey. It's an audio-only story written by Kevin Scott and follows Dooku's assassin Ventress as she uncovers why Dooku left the Jedi Order. Narrated by a, a full cast, uh, including a bunch of people. Uh, Mark Thompson's the main one I recognize. Uh, yes. And, uh, and many more. The recording promises to deliver an epic exploration uh, of the of a new chapter of Dooku's story, and uh, there it is, right there. Uh, I this kind of came out of the blue, and I am yeah. very excited because I love audio dramas, and I love and I, I I much prefer that's my preferred way of consuming Star Wars fiction is via uh, audiobook form. So like a full on basically audio drama is what it is. Um, they they actually the the specifics of it. I'm actually going to jump to the um the synopsis um Dooku's life began as one of privilege born within the stony walls of his family estate orbited by the funeral moon where the bones of his ancestor lied in interred but soon his jedi abilities are recognized and he's taken from his home and trained in the ways of the force by legendary Ma jedi master yoda honing his power rising through the ranks befriending fellow jedi sifo Dyas taking a Padawan of his own at the promising Qui-Gon Jinn and tries to forget the life he once led, 
but he finds himself drawn by a strange fascination with the Jedi Master Lean Kostana and the mission she undertakes for the Order, finding and studying ancient relics of the Sith in preparation for the eventual return of the deadliest enemies the Jedi have ever faced. Caught in between the world of the Jedi, the ancient responsibilities of his lost home, and the alluring power of the relics, Dooku struggles to stay in the light, even as the darkness begins to fall. Was that appropriately dramatic? So there it is, uh, Dooku. I I can't wait. When does this thing come out? I'm I'm looking for it here. April 30th. It's just in a month. What the heck? Wow, that's fast. Dang. Isn't that weird that we just find out about it now and it's only a month away? They're probably going to be selling exclusive uh, early copies of <gasps> Celebration, I'm sure. That's true. Oh, man. Okay. You keep getting me more and more excited. It's yeah. Just, that's, oh. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> we started. The, the ultimate irony, Dan, is, is when Celebration was first announced, Bruce was kind of the, the curmudgeon. He's like, well, the last I one was. and the thing, and I don't know if it's a travel and family. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm definitely going. It's still oh, my gosh. Thing. You can't even imagine. Like, I, I was seriously thinking of not going. I was even, after, even bu- after I bought my pass, I thought, well, I'll just sell it. Maybe I'll just do that. But now I am so stoked. It's like. Where yeah, are you located? I'm in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's how you know yeah. this Yahoo. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, that's, that's true. That's a true story. That explains a lot. That's, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some of the best episodes of the show are have, were recorded in Bruce's basement in the lead up to the Last Jedi. Yes. Good times. I love it. That I era of the it. show will never be forgotten. Oh, well, Chicago. Have you been to Chicago before, Bruce? Oh, many, many times. Yes. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that that's just a short car ride for me. I, I'm in Illinois, so I'm I'm very excited it's in our in our home in our hometown. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I've I've even been to conventions at McCormick Place, so I'm even familiar with. Oh, that. good. Well, I just went there two weekends ago to C2E2 just to scope everything out. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, I saw I saw some of that, Dan. That was awesome. Um, yeah, thank you. Well, and uh, I guess that brings us. I know short short official news week. Stick around after the credits for us to talk some unofficial stuff. But uh, for now, let's move to Boba's bounty. It's worth a lot to me. <laughs> As you wish. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Each week we talk about something we experienced, did, read, observed, uh, liked, purchased uh, in the world of Star Wars. Just sharing a little bit about our fandom uh, on the show itself. Mr. Bruce Gibson, mind uh, maybe kicking us off this uh, this week? Okay, so last night my wife and I were sitting at uh, sitting there watching TV and I started playing the scene. Well, I just started playing The Force Awakens. It was the where I left off last time, which was right before Ray goes to touch the lightsaber in Maz's castle. Ray? And all of a sudden we watched that. Then we s- jumped over to the last Jedi to watch Ray's vision when she falls down into that hole, into the water and yep, everything yep. and her visions. And then we played that. And because she, uh, because in the lightsaber, then she sees Bespin. Then we went to Bespin and the Empire Strikes Up. So we're doing all this like jumping around to scenes and trying to connect things. And it was just a lot of fun because it wasn't just me doing it, but my wife was with me and oh, we were speculating and stuff. So it was a lot nice. of fun. It was, that really stood out to me this past week. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, I, this week, uh, for my Boba's Bounty, uh, literally earlier today, we moved from one training room so one classroom basically to another in the building i'm in now and what this means is is me and a few other lieutenants who've been building on the side this this star wars lego project 
have moved it to get it set up in its final resting place here inside a building here where I'm stationed in Texas. And it's a full mural of a mishmash Star Wars battlefield. It, it makes no sense in the terms of canon, but we literally have built this full model scale model battle with a bunch of clone troopers and stormtroopers and droids and uh, a bunch of various heroes from all the eras and we just are building like we got one of the the uh, ATSE tanks I think is what it is and uh, yeah. the Grievous ship and the uh, oh, the Geonosis like skimmer and it's like it's a lot we keep buying a bunch of Lego it's dozens and do- dozens of minifigs and also That's we're awesome. building our own little like hybrid almost like Mad, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road style Star Wars abomination ships and just throwing those in there and it's just this weird mishmash thing that we're building yes inside an air force government building (laughs) just in the back of our training uh environment basically where you can uh like we'll get various instructors will come into the room and they'll look over and like oh wow there's a full-scale lego battle happening that's so cool do you have any pictures i wish i could but like the building i work in it's like no cell phones no cameras type thing so like it will always live dead in this belt there there's literally although there's a way to get like a certified photographer who has like clearance levels and stuff to take it. And I might actually, I mean, I, there's literally like paperwork and stuff I'd have to do, but I kind of want to do it just since I've talked about it on the podcast. So I can post at least the one picture of it. Sure. Uh, sure. We'll see if that happens, but yeah, that was sort of my, we're, we've moved it to its final resting place and now we're getting ready to build it and finish it up. Uh, but no crazy glue. Because uh, we've all watched the Lego movie, and that's not how it's supposed to be. So, <laughs> right. Uh, right. Uh, Dan, this week, any, uh, any Star Wars-y stuff that you've been up to this week? Uh, up to this week, my my son, who's five, he's our youngest, he and I have been watching Star Wars Rebels together. He's never seen the series before. So we're about six episodes into season two. So hearing his observations on the Inquisitors or, or you know, who is Captain Rex and now why isn't he a Stormtrooper? And just those kind of conversations are fun. Uh, today I got in the mail from Disney, I got this book. I don't know if you can see it. Ooh, it's um, Alien Star Archive. Wars, Alien Archive. Did yeah. you get it? No, no. It looks great, though. It's it's a companion to the to the basically the maps uh, the galactic maps one that was sent out, uh, and it's got it's got this really beautiful illustrations of all of the different alien species. And on the Yoda page, uh, my son, you know, he's starting to read too, and he says, "Daddy, I know who Yoda is." And I said, "What is it?" And he starts reading to me, and, and the word is unknown. We still unknown <laughs> the species that Yoda is. I didn't think there was going to be any major reveals in that book, and I was right. As far as that goes, it was also fun. By the way, today I got my uh, Celebration Chicago hoodie in the mail because so they're starting to send oh. that stuff out if you pre-order oh, that wow. sort of stuff. So, so that was cool. Yeah, nice. nice. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And all, and all the celebration prep. I don't have to tell you guys. Just there's always Star Wars that's going on. Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, sir, you know what? That's going to conclude this episode of the Star Wars Report podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. But hey, Dan, um, speaking of Star Wars stuff going on, tell us what's happening over at Coffee with Kenobi and where people can find it and all that all that awesome stuff. For sure. Well, thank you, guys. It was awesome to uh, be on the show again. Bruce, it's good to chat with you finally. Um, we are a weekly podcast. We release every single Thursday. We've been doing uh, the Road to Celebration shows. So the next week or later this week is going to be our last one before the big week um, of Celebration, April 11th to the 15th. You can find Coffee with Kenobi. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you know, Stitcher, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff, our website, Google Play, you know the drill. Uh, anywhere you can find a Star Wars report, we will be happily arm-in-arm with them. Um, Sweet. Sure, new latest Star Wars news. Uh, you can also find me 
twice a week on Looking at Lucasfilm, part of the Jim Hill Media Network. And you can find my writing on StarWars.com and IGN. Look at that. And I bet the place to follow along with all of that is on Twitter, right? Is, uh, are you guys on Twitter? Twitter. Right? Mr. Zehr, M-R-Z-E-H-R is my personal account. And then, of course, Coffee with Kenobi you can find on Twitter. Mr. Z-E-H-R. Mr. Zehr. Uh, follow Dan it. on Twitter. And he, he linked to all of that stuff. Uh, including Coffee with Kenobi. As always, Dan, it's a pleasure to have you on, and uh, we'll be in touch for sure. I know you got to duck out here because we're not going to spoil you. Stay tuned for those of you guys who like that kind of thing. Um, but uh, Mr. Bruce Gibson, of course, uh, let people know where to find you and what you're up to. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Admiral underscore Rex, and you can find me on the Trek FM network doing a live from the Edge show about Star Trek Discovery Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on YouTube, and I do literary treks about books and comics. Look at that. Uh, yes, at Admiral underscore Rex, and of course, Admiral Rex, simply that. That's it. Um, on the Instagram. Twitter. Or excuse me, yeah. on the Instagram. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, uh, that's the one and single best place to follow me. Uh, if you're interested in between shows, Instagram at the Riley guy, R-I-L-E-Y. Follow me there. Uh, I actually, uh, plug for Instagram, I've just really fallen in love with it as a platform. So I've, I've just added all these fun uh, story highlights. If you go to my Instagram po- profile, including... One from San Diego. That's the last time Dan and I were together, which is what reminded me of it. Uh, yeah. And you can follow that Instagram uh, story highlight and relive San Diego Comic-Con 2018 with me. And that's on uh, the top of my Instagram uh, profile, at the Riley Guy, And, of course, at the Riley Guy on Twitter as well. Don't forget, of course, Star Wars Report is, is everywhere across social media. That's where you can find us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't. Share the show with a friend if you haven't. You can... Uh, uh, share the show by reviewing us on iTunes, starwarsreport.com slash iTunes. Takes you right to our page. Or, of course, if you're just listening to us in the Apple Podcast app, just go in right there. Leave us a rating or review. It really helps the show. And we do appreciate every single one of you guys who've done that. As well as, not to forget, our fine Patreon supporters get exclusive weekly access to our bonus show, Rogue Transmissions, at patreon.com slash starwarsreport. It's uh, where each week we talk about, you know... Life. It's the pre-show. It's the pre-show show. show. Uh, It's a little bit more loosey-goosey, and uh, we just kind of uh, talk about this and that on on, on it. Uh, This week, it's all about... I don't even remember what we talked about. It's been so long. That was like like an hour ago. (laughs) It was... I'm sure it was really good, though. Patreon.com. It was that good. I loved it. I wept. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Dan Zare cried. And you can only hear Dan Zare cry if you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. But seriously, um, at, at every level, if you don't, even if you don't want to do like that $5 a month, um, you, uh, Patreon uh, supporters at all levels get access to our complete archive, a server link to every single episode we've ever released. It's, it's what, 375 now? Jeez, 375 episodes. Uh, they're not all in the iTunes store. Uh, the only way to get everything we've ever released is right there. Patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. Thanks so much for supporting us, guys. And uh, that's also where you can get access to our exclusive Patreon chat. But enough about that. Uh, we're going to roll out of here until next week. Thanks so much for listening. May the Force be with you. And remember, many Bothans died to bring you this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. The time has come. Get ready to panic! 
gentlemen, if you don't like spoilers, get out! Escape! Oh, and with perfect timing. You know, Dan very I, much took our the advice of that stinger because he hung up he, right in the middle. He got of it. scared. He's like, oh, I don't want to hear. Gonna, I was gonna let him do like a nice, polite little like, "Well, it's good to talk to you, Dan. We'll see you next time." Yeah. And he was like, Whoo, I was gonna bam. say, "See you next week, Dan. Like, see you, see you." <laughs> well, you know, well done, sir. Uh, uh, solid fellow that Dan's there. Um, but hey, it's now time to talk some spoilers. Oh, um, only got a few minutes in the show, but let's let's set up this uh, this poster. This the leaked poster for episode nine. I'm looking for where where is the supposedly supposedly leaked. supposedly the <laughs> the leaked the poster. Plebis, supis, uh, all right, here we are making Star Wars uh, retail poster and character sheets leak revealing names, ships, and more. Here's the you poster. Seen this? You saw this. You right? seen this? Yes. So I'd seen the poster before. Biggest takeaways are Kylo Ren's helmet repaired new mm-hmm. freaking weird i'm just cutting straight to you guys new freaking weird troopers in formation that are kind of like they look like revenge of the sith clones but in first order gear funny like racetrack paint scheme and of course the main thing everyone's talking about is the presence of the knights of ren to the left and the even mm-hmm. bigger controversy and 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 uh, hullabaloo from this poster is c-3po with a bandolier over his shoulder, holding Chewbacca's uh, uh, bowcaster. I thought I forgot. Yes. All See, that's the only thing that makes me time. question if this is even real because he looks like C three PX. If you look in like Legends and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, is this real? Because that's the that's fundamental question is, what do you think is the likelihood that this thing's real? Uh, I think that it is real. Uh, I'd say it's. I'm voting seventy percent that it's real, because and well, first of all, the images are real. So these are actual images that uh, come from Lucasfilm, or that's out there as publicity shots or things from the movie. So, as for the poster being real, mm, I think so, but I don't think it's the official movie poster. And even if it is, I don't think it's finished because it doesn't look I like think it's, it's a draft finished. movie poster. That's my personal yeah. thought. Exactly. So I, I'm, yeah, it's not the final poster, but it's definitely real in the images and leading towards what something might be official poster. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) and you know, that little droid with BB eight that we talked about before one time, I expect to see that on the stage. Oh, uh, of course. Celebration. Celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, the the piece that we'll have in the show notes for Making Star Wars talks about it. Um, they have a Y-Wing and an orange X-Wing. Um, yeah. that, uh, that looks kind of cool. And then, of course, the Episode Nine Kylo Ren with a repaired helmet. Um, and then, of course, the red Stormtroopers. Those are the weird, like, clone trooper, stormtrooper hybrid-looking things as, uh, um, that... Uh, Report to the Knights of Rin and Kylo, according to Making Star Wars. So, um, yeah, the more I look at this, the more it looks like a poster I'd see at Spencer's or something, like not the movie poster. Yeah, yeah. Noted that there are a few weird things in the poster. You could say that there's an alien next to Finn that looks ridiculous. Um, it does, Rin- but it wouldn't be Star Wars. 
<laughs> if you yeah. didn't have something ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. But on the poster, I don't know. Um, I, I'm I'm looking for like the character breakdown. There's we, no, there's no R two D two or yeah or Princess Leia or Luke or yeah. Yeah, and they have like the leaked character sheets we talked about on the spoiler segment a w- little while ago on making Star Wars as well. But um, Carrie Russell's character too. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Three PO with Chewbacca's bandolier and bowcaster has been confirmed now. Yeah, that was yeah. a rumor before, I guess. Um, and of course, we see Ray's costume in a little bit better detail. Ray's saber it looks a little more. Stable to the author here at uh, making Star Wars, and then um, let's see. I don't know. It's uh, I mean, it seems cool, and, and it definitely with between the Knights of Rin and Kylo with the helmet back together. Those are two kind of factors pointing into the like. Oh, let's ignore Ryan Johnson. I mean, they're hints. It's a lot to take away. I don't know, but that's kind of wait, my, wait, wait. I, so explain that to me because the Knights of Ren being on here, that's ignoring Ryan Johnson. I don't. I've heard that before. It doesn't mean that directly. It's a it's a hint, and it may be totally off base, but it's something. It's something to go on because, I mean, Ryan Johnson objectively just ignored the Knights of Ren, like. Uh, uh, other than, like, I guess the quick quote, like, even you, Master of the Knights of Ren. No, that's from Force Awakens, right? Master that's from of the Force Awakens. So, like, yeah. all of the Knights of there Ren. There's no stuff. mention of them. So, Ryan Johnson no, just ignores true. it. Um, and it definitely seems like that was something JJ was setting up. So now JJ's going in to, to continue that story, even though Ryan didn't pick it up. I guess that may not be ignoring Ryan, but that's definitely him picking up where he left off, which is definitely fair to say something that Ryan Johnson did not do, right? True. Um, True. So that's, I mean, it's not like a, it's not him like pooping on episode eight, but I think it's just an indication. Same thing with like Ryan Johnson, like Kylo smashes up the helmet and abandons it. Um, and whereas here you can see it kind of repaired, which why would, why would Kylo repair the helmet? Didn't he reject it as kind of seeing it as a childish thing that he'd been called out for worshiping it, even though it had nothing to do with true ability or worthiness in the dark side? I don't know. He's a messed up dude, so I can't tell you that. But yeah, I mean, it, it does, you know, Ryan, I, I'm sure Ryan's looking at it as like, you know, Adam Driver's such a great actor. We need to get him out of the helmet. And JJ's like, yeah, but I really like the helmet. Well, and and JJ, maybe because, mm-hmm. you know, in JJ's long-term thoughts, you know, when he was making the first one, he's thinking, you know, the significance of the helmet and how he's seeing that play out later. And that's why he has to reintroduce certain elements that he was going to want to use later if he were to be involved in the third movie i don't know yeah i could see that i could see that um yeah well we'll see uh like like i say not a lot of spoiler details revealed exactly but we also have the story and you know what we'll hit it real quick before we wrap up the show i know we're a little tight on time bruce but i do want to talk about this episode nine title leak which i have not read bruce you have read it yeah, because before the, the show, you told me, and I had to look it up. Yep, you looked it up. <laughs> uh, I have not. It's been sitting here in the show notes. I just pulled up the article. Rumors and rumors take with a grain of salt. Um, here we go. New rumor floating out around the potential title of episode nine. There have been a few. We have no idea which ones are right, but the latest one has been swarming the boards and sites. And it actually came the day before April Fool's, so yeah, take this with a grain of salt still, though. Uh, episode... 
And Ain't It Cool claims ain't, episode nine is Skywalkers. Skywalkers? I know. That's so lame. And it's so funny this happened because of all things, yesterday I was thinking, I wonder what the next title will be. And I thought, oh, I hope it's not just a one-word title. Because I have problems with one-word titles. Unless it's something that sounds really dramatic or something, but Skywalkers, that's just their name. Like, no. No. It's wrong. It can't be. It can't be. No. Nope. Not buying it. One word sounds like Star Trek. Star, exactly. Star Trek I don't like Discovery. That. And exactly, and I don't like those. Really don't. <laughs> I uh, want something more clever, more creative. Than I that. think that's something that is something where you stick with the format. I was I didn't want to jump to the like Star Wars t- movie title is dumb and corny because that's what they all sound like when they first announce them. But just calling it Skywalker isn't dumb and corny. It's weird. Yeah, but okay, just think for a second here. Let's just look at that poster, if that's official or not. There's not a Skywalker on there except for Kylo Ren. Yeah. Really. Ben Solo. Does that but, work I mean, does that work in well, the in the in the marketing? No. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like why would you call a movie Skywalkers when there's really no it doesn't really focus on the Skywalkers? Yeah. Unless, oh, raise a Skywalker, but that's something you don't want to reveal in a title. Yeah. You want that revealed no. in the movie. Listen, they, yeah, if it's one word, it's Star Trek. Star Trek Generations. Star right. Trek uh, Insurrection. Insurrection. Star Trek right. Nemesis. Star Trek Beyond. Like half of the Star Trek movies' names are one yeah. word. Star Trek right. Beyond. Uh, they're doing another Star Trek, Star Trek fourteen. <laughs> well, it's on hold, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, yeah. interesting. Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. Huh, interesting. All right, so, um, yeah, uh, st- it's dumb. It's a dumb title. Uh, that's, I, don't, I don't like it, and that's all I have Either. to say about it. <laughs> Not to end the show on a downer, but uh, I feel like uh, that is going to wrap this week's episode up. Uh, for those of you guys who stuck around through the spoiler segment, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't like Skywalker's title. But you know what? I like the poster. I think it's cool. And I hope they do do Knights of Ren. That would be cool. And yes, I just said do do. You're welcome. <laughs> right as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, I did it again. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, let me get ready to uh, stop the old recorder here. Good times, Bruce. Appreciate it as always. Fine, but it's like that kind of fine, but it's like that kind of.